You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I love you. And that I'm was annoying. I'm just so famished. Oh, yeah. Oh, so You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered, and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. It's me. From the other side. This I is like a, this is way. like a, ah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How's it going? It's going well. All it's right. going well. I'm interested to see how this podcast is going to go. Why? Well, <laughs> seeing how I've already said this before we started recording, <laughs> this should come as no surprise to you. <laughs> but surprise to the people who didn't oh hear us do this before we, we did hit record. Mess up. Anyway, Ryan thinks I'm in a mood today. You're in a mood today. You I'm not- are, you are in a mood today. I I feel like every form of communication yeah. that I give you, you take incorrectly. Oh. So much so that you take it as in um even you staring at me right now. I feel I'm like not trying. it it feels like to me that you are kind of I don't think you are looking for a fight, mm. but I feel like you think up. I feel Put like you think I'm looking for a fight mm. when in fact I am not at all looking for a fight. Okay. Which by me which by definition means I think you're looking for a fight today. I'm not at all. So I think, I think that you're a little I was, on edge. I was caught off guard uh this morning. I definitely came in the defense, you know, after the team deliberated we talked we went in the change room and i was like we got to work on our defense like i was annoyed with how you responded to what i was saying to you i tried to make a you sports. came to me with a problem i no, suggested on. a solution hold on no, no 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 stop for a second 
I what, didn't. what I did wrong this morning was I didn't say, hey, by the way, I'm not looking for a solution to this. I don't need you to fix this. I'm just venting to you. So, and we've, we should know better by this, by this point, right? Like I should have been like, listen, I don't need you to fix this, but X, Y, and Z. So essentially, actually, you know what? Let's just get right into it. I love your annoying because that can be mine. That's, um, my, that's mine because I was like pretty pissed this morning. So last night I had a really shitty sleep and I don't know why. Like I, well, I do know why, but it's kind of silly. So I woke up at, at 3.30 in the morning out of nowhere and I could not get back to sleep. And usually I can like turn my brain off because I'm just dead ass tired all the time. Parent, hashtag parenting. Yes, this has nothing to do with me. No. And uh, what? So you shared this information with me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I woke, I woke up and I couldn't get back to sleep. Literally. Like I got back to sleep at six 30 and then you rolled in shortly thereafter. Um, cause I looked at the time. So it was just shitty. Cause we were, then we were up at, at seven. So the whole thing is, is I could not turn my brain off about like mundane tasks, M- mostly my issues with my lack of organization within the home. I think that you and I are both, um, really kind of not struggling, but looking for the balance between both of us working so much and then also like balancing the home. Right. And so for me, I grew up with like, my mom is like a a Nazi organizer. Like she's the most organized woman I know. And I feel like I'm, I get really chaotic. My brain gets chaotic and cannot turn off if I have things in my house that I know were unorganized. And currently, and I'm not exaggerating, every single closet and drawer and cupboard is like just absolutely full of shit. There's no organization. And I, for whatever reason, could not turn my brain off last night. And then I tried and I was just waking myself up more. Um, so I woke up this morning and I tell you this, I said, you know, babe, I was, I had a really crappy sleep last night and you're like, why? And I was like, well, I just feel unorganized. And your response to me was like, cause this is how you started respectfully babe, like, what do you have to be stressed about? Oh my God. And I was like, see, this is exactly why, this is exactly why I know you're on edge because I didn't even remotely come close to saying that. Well, that's how I felt. And I certainly didn't come close to ever talking like that. Yeah, that's how I felt. First of all, babe, I do not no, sound like that. You were like, babe, like respectfully, like what, like, what are you, listen, after we spoke, you clearly were coming from a place of like, what are you stressed about? How can I help? Like, I get yeah, that like, now. What is it about the disorganization that stresses you out? I was just so Let's tired. attack that. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, I got on the defense and absolutely you're right. I was like, what the fuck? Like I'm stressed because of this, this. and I felt like I needed to um, validate why I was stressed. And I felt like you were invalidated that that's on you that's on me not on you no i missed it i missed the opportunity to validate i should have said oh that sucks Mm -hmm. then find a solution yeah for sure i went straight to the solution which pissed you off and i'm sitting here thinking whoa 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 here's why i i love you so much here's what i am very annoyed by and ladies i know that this is something you do in emojis on I know. And I know I'm this so is something sorry you do. In, I, did nope, it. I know this is something you do in emojis when you're trying to make a point. It works in an emoji. It never, ever, ever, ever works with your husband or anyone you respect in person. You're right. Never, ever, ever <laughs> clap in, clap between your in words. their face. You need to listen. I will not. I didn't say that you need to listen. I was like, babe, I'm stressed because blah, blah, blah. And you're right. It was probably very like, 
condescending and I apologize. Yeah, I'm sorry. Condescending. I really am. I'm really sorry. You just do not slap in the face of <laughs> slap hands. You do not slap in the face of someone that I didn't say slap your face. You <laughs> don't do that either. <laughs> you do not slap in the face of someone that you respect. Uh, God, I'm so sore. Yeah, you're sore. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Let's change the subject. I'm I love you and you're so no- You are annoying. <laughs> Brittany. Hey, you're right. I absolutely apologize for that. But I wouldn't have had to clap if you wouldn't have been like, kind of <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I should not have done that. Don't Let's do it. Ladies, don't do it. Your husbands are emasculated when you slap and talk to them like they're a child. I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. How many times you did can't I say sorry? Demasculate. Is it demasculate? Emasculate? Emasculate. I think mm. it's emasculate. Emasculate would be yeah. like to... Take them to take emasculation <laughs> away from someone. I mean, emasculated. Oh no, I'm. Yeah, emasculate. Yeah, emasculate. It's fine. Let's move on. That sounds like a positive. I think that they should no, change it. No, it's not. I know it's not. They should change it. Masculate. Uh, excuse me, Webster's Dictionary. May I? May I? I have, may I? I have a suggestion. Web, Webster, may I? May I? <laughs> if I may. You know what word is like that? What? And I, this happened to me. Is the word famished? Oh, well, I think that's just a Ryan Ostafy thing. Everybody who knows the English language knows that the word famished means that they're full. But if you really think about it, it sounds like you're... No, no, I just screwed that up. Everybody knows that the word famished is embarrassing. Now. <laughs> now, I, now I realize how this happened to me. Everybody knows that the word famished means that you're full. But if you think about it, if you think about how the word famished sounds, no, it, no, 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 I just screwed wait. it up again. Oh wait. my God. Oh, Jesus. I'm just going to wait here. No, Let me want you to pull up the definition for you. Yeah. No. Okay. Everybody knows. Like famished. everybody except for me knows that the you word famished. did it twice. <laughs> means that. Famished. Extremely hungry. So you're starving. If you're famished, you're not full. Like, damn, I'm famished. Like I could eat a cow. It's not, damn, I, I ate a cow. I'm famished. Yeah. It means but if you're you, hungry. I know, but if you think about it, like when you're finished eating and you're full, like you had a full 10-ounce New York strip loin with a side of garlic mashed potatoes no, and a salad say, to start. Stuffed. Yeah, well, I, I'm like, oh, I'm famished. Yeah, and they're like, so dessert? They're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, like, I never know like, why they keep bringing me more would, food. Would you like something else? Uh, no, I said Idiot. I'm famished, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Words are hard for some so people. So off track. Words are hard for Words some people. Words are hard. Okay, let's move on to our first topic of discussion. <laughs> Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from. Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. 
And here's the best part. Visit good vibes with an S juice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with good vibes juice. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. <laughs> just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. Okay, this is just like an extension, a small extension from um, last week's episode. So we had that amazing talk with Amy Lang about, um, you know, when to have the talk with your children and, uh, and just like internet safety and all that. So we have noticed as of late, so Riley has, um, my old phone and my old phone has like kids, YouTube, um, like fun apps she plays and stuff. But recently she has been like loving YouTube shorts. And here's the problem with YouTube shorts is that there's zero monitoring for the app like it's unless you're TikTok. yeah exactly and they're all like reposted so like when she's on them we're like we're watching her watch them type thing because we don't know what she's doing but she was hanging out with her um with her older friend um who's 11 turning 12 and they're both in cheer and like this older girl is so lovely but again in a different space of life so she likes to play with riley when we're around the same town and like they like to do um dances because they're both in cheer together and so she was teaching riley how to do them yeah and so riley is like living her best life she loves this 
dance. She loves older girls. So she was like, oh my gosh, this is so much fun. So they caught, they taught her a couple dances. And then what happens is, is this older girl has a private account. So they get to post them and they just watch them. And she shows her mom, like it's, it's very PG. Yeah. There's nothing hidden about this. No. And so Riley, um, likes to take my old phone and she is now taught how to do this same thing essentially with, um, with YouTube shorts. Like you click the sound, you get to make up the dance, but she doesn't post them. But I find that these videos are in my camera roll. And we found a video the other day and I was like, oh my goodness, Ryan, like this is a lot for Let's me. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. Her friend does a wonderful oh, job. amazing. A wonderful job of, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Monitoring yes. the content that for she sure. shares with Riley. Yeah, she's but wonderful. Riley now has access to how these dances were learned. Right. And is now on YouTube Shorts doing her own navigating, right. which does not come with the same guidelines. No. And and the thing is, as Ryan and I were new to this, we were like, oh my God, <laughs> like Riley's not allowed on TikTok, right? Like if she's on TikTok, she's beside me. I'm on my phone and I've searched like nail videos or cheerleading, like something that is like specific. It's not just random scrolling. So back to this video. So Riley made a video um, and it's just of herself and she is doing this dance that she learned. Killed it absolutely murdered, she murdered it. it she murdered it it was um, awesome it was, there's like a slow-mo part it's wicked but at the very end of the dance she turns around and she shakes her butt like i i don't want to say this because i don't want to sexualize her but it was like it sexually was. but yeah. she didn't know any better and then like does the peace sign and it's because she's mimicking the older girls that she has seen watch and so ryan and i were like how do we approach this conversation while respecting her creativity and not and not sexualizing her, but also like letting her know that this is not appropriate for her age. And we were like, shit, like, how do we do this? We want to make sure that she's, she feels like that creative freedom. Anyway, she was pissed. Like when we, <laughs> when we told her, however you do it, we <laughs> might not it. have done it properly Yeah, because, but, but you got to do it. Like you got to figure it out. What we did say was this, Riley, you need to understand that what we're saying to you isn't do not be creative. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to limit your creativity. And you're not in trouble. First and and you're not in trouble. Yeah. However, what you're doing does not match your age yeah. level. Mm -hmm. And it is inappropriate. And it can lead to something that is unsafe. What mom and dad are saying to you is only coming from a place of protecting you and yeah. loving you. It is not coming from a negative place. And we didn't even like address. Still pissed at us. We didn't address her that specific move. We just said no. you need to be careful with um, like what you're doing online. And because she was looking at these YouTube shorts and I was right beside her at the time and I, and I didn't notice, but you did. And she had pulled up this like this song that she wants to learn to. But one of the videos was of these two girls who with like tape over their mouth, hands tied behind their back. It's that trend that's like boom. Boom. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, Someone's dun, knocking dun. on like, something and then on, yeah. they show but what's it was on the other like, side. It was not appropriate. And the, so the other side was bondage. Yeah. It was, it, we were like, oh, the book. So we uh, shut that down quickly, but that was why we had this conversation. We were like, like this content isn't appropriate for you to consume. And we're not saying you cannot make these videos like mom, like mom and dad will help you post them on a private channel that no one can see. It's only for you and your friends or whatever. We can help you. But the only way you can do that is to have, Prerequ prerequisites, which are you do not go on the app without mom or dad literally right beside you. We need to vet the song and the content so we know what you're going to see before you see it, essentially. And you need to be aware that if you do come across something that isn't 
appropriate, then you aren't allowed to do this anymore. And she's pretty good. She like does swipe away when she's like, mom, like that's inappropriate or like whatever. And, and it's just, we have, we want her to know that we trust her, but at the same time, it is such a dangerous space, but we didn't address her like little butt shake because yeah. my whole thing was, I was like, I didn't want to sexualize her because it's not sexual. She was just like, shake, I her, shake my butt her, all the isn't. time, for all her, the time. It, for her, it isn't. No, and that's the problem. But for others, it is. And the problem with it is until you have the conversation, which full disclosure, we've had parts of, mm-hmm. but have not had the full, the full part of the conversation. It is very difficult to speak about over-sexualization when you haven't spoke about sexualization. Mm-hmm. And so we're treading, we're treading very lightly not to make her wrong for this, but at the same token, shutting that shit down. <laughs> immediately shutting that down yeah it's just uh it's a it's whole tough. Ground. It, it ended up in about two hours of her not talking to us mm-hmm. even though we tried very delicately to yeah. let her know that she wasn't in trouble she still felt disempowered and by i think it. like also riley is um she's notorious for like she's very much like my brother she likes to get the last word she needs to argue even like she will die on that hill like she just wants to be the one to be like well blah, blah, like she just she needs she should be a lawyer like she likes to argue so i think like no matter we were so calm and collected for so long and we were gentle and we were letting her know all of the things that we're supposed to and then when she starts like spitting back stuff like that don't really affect the conversation just to say shit that's when you and i are like whoa 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 like back up we need to have a respect like we've respected you during this entire conversation and what you're saying to us right now isn't met with that same respect so that's when you and i start to get like excuse me and so it ended in like the car ride being a dead ass silent but we just gave her her space we were like you know what if you want to like whenever you're ready to talk we're here now if you're listening to this podcast and you're like cool story bro how how did you solve this? Right. We, we didn't. No. We don't know. It's we're practicing. We're just letting you know that we, we failed. We, we failed at this one. And, yeah. and maybe, we might, maybe we might come back later and say, hey, this is how we, we corrected it. But as of right now, we'll keep you waiting. But that's parenting, right? Like as long as you're trying and as long as you're aware that there needs to be a conversation, I think that you're already a step ahead. But like we're this doing is not the podcast for you to listen to to get the answer to that question. <laughs> go back to Amy Lang. Yeah. <laughs> Go to, the, go to the people who actually know what they're talking about because we just wasted, we're just sharing our we just failures wasted a lot of your time. To make but you hey, feel better. Great story, guys. Great story. Okay, you want to talk about this video you sent me, which also at the beginning Is I was like, why are about? you saying this to me? Oh, yeah. See, because you get easily offended sometimes. No, I was just like, this is confusing. But it, it's heard, very interesting. Yeah. So if you... If once you got past the idea that I wasn't sharing this with you because you thought it was because a, I thought our it was a situation, re- yeah, yeah, then you got to see what this was. Right. So I watched this um, TikTok. No, it wasn't TikTok. I don't have TikTok. It's like a talk show. It, yeah. So I think he was. Uh, I don't know, but I don't know who the guy is. Yeah. And I don't know what he looked like. He was on the set of Steve Harvey. You know show. what? Though we'll we'll put the link in the show notes. Will we? Because mm-hmm. I don't know where it is. I do. Oh, I sent it to yeah, you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So this guy I'm looked famished. like he was on the set of Steve Harvey. He seemed to be, I would say he, sp- he spoke like a pastor. Yeah, he did. So very well spoken, very articulate, but he was speaking to women and mm-hmm. he was trying to explain to them the relationship that they have with their husbands in relation to the relationship that that husband had with his mother. Right. This was interesting. And, and it's a two-parter because he doesn't talk about the other part that I'm going to talk about. 
which is what connected the kind of thing, which is why right. I sent it to you. Because I wasn't sending it to you to say, Brittany, you are a bitch and you are wrong. <laughs> you are a bitch. I was saying, this is an interesting take on it because I'd never heard of yeah, it. I get it. So long story, you get it. Okay. <laughs> I get that it. you get it. Just so, say it. <clears throat> I love you. And that I'm was annoying. I'm just so famished. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Anyways, so here's how, here's how the story goes. He essentially said this. Ladies, your husband grew up with a mother that, for the most part. Yes. Most men most had this men, relationship And we're talking about mom. a heterosexual relationship here. Your spouse grew up, for the most part, with a mother in his life that unconditionally loved him, supported him, and took care of him. Nurtured, natured, and all of the other fun stuff. Mm-hmm. That includes... Like making lunches, doing Just laundry, everything. like all those things. Unconditional love. Yeah. Then enter you into the relationship. The wife. The wife. Again, heterosexual relationship. Mm-hmm. We are not, and I'm not suggesting for a second that you replace the mother. Yeah. Okay. So be very clear. We all know that it is not your job to replace the role of the mother. The man does not marry his mother. We're not mm-hmm. suggesting that. And nor was he. Well, maybe they do. But I'm not suggesting that. What I'm trying to say is there's a correlation here. You enter into the picture and you love that man, Mm -hmm. but you do not love that man the way that his mother loved him unconditionally. You see faults, you nag, you have all these things. You don't do the things that the mother did. And he can accept that as his reality. But then the next layer is... But then the next layer is once you have children, that man sees that you are capable of that unconditional love and you choose not to give it to him. You give it to the children. But you give it to your children. So this is where the complex comes into play. It's like, I know a woman to be this role because I had this woman in my life for my entire life until I met you. Mm -hmm. Then when I met you, I realized that there was another layer to women. It doesn't have to look that way and I accepted it as such. But when I recognize and realize that you, the other woman, are capable of being exactly like my mother and choose not to be, that's where things get really fucking messy. See, like, I still, like, even rehearing this, I see the point he's trying to make. But as a woman, it's also, like, it's very frustrating because it's not the same love. And it never will be the same love. Like, you love your children because you are there for them and they're for their survival. It is your job as a parent, not as a spouse, to take care of your spouse. It's my job to take care of my children. You are an adult. You can take care of yourself. So this whole, like, paradox for me isn't really a paradox. I can see that there would might be, like, a shift in, like, huh, this might be uh, interesting for a male to kind of get over. And, and we will speak about this because, honestly, like, when Ryan and I moved in together for our very first house, we kind of went through this, like where I, we lived with my parents for a little bit, but it was different because we had our parents there. And so when the first time we moved in alone, I ended up doing all of the things that your mom typically did. And I was getting hella frustrated, obviously, because I was not your mother. We didn't have kids yet, but I was like, I like, I'm not your mom and nor do I want to be seen like your mom because that takes like the sexualness out of our relationship. I am not your housekeeper. And so I think that like looking back, that might've been like a convert, like an internal conversation for you that you didn't even know you were having. This is why I'm having it. Yeah. This is why I'm having it because subconsciously, this is, this is it subconsciously at the foundation of our thought patterns, 
This is what drives that relationship. This is where the, the, the fuckery comes into play because we cannot understand how you can be this way, but choose not to be this way with us. Yeah, but we didn't have kids yet. So your like fuckery hasn't even come into play yet. No, but that's what I'm trying to say to you is like at the beginning stages of me transitioning from my relationship with my mother to my relationship with you, mm-hmm. I struggled, you struggled. We were able to put words around that struggle. Then I realized, oh, wait a second. That's right. You're not my mother and you're not a mother and you are not. That's not who mm-hmm. you are. I think that this then is, you became a mother yeah. and you were that way. I think this is also extra hard for um, like um, relationships and people and couples who grew up with um, not only a mother that did that for um, them, like say the male had a mom who was like super like unconditional love, 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 but also generationally that same mom took care of the husband of her husband the same way because like, Oh, dinner, dinner is ready at five o'clock. Um, you know, like I'll do your laundry. I will clean the house. It's just not the same. The roles have changed since our parents have been, you know, and even before that, like my mom worked, your mom worked, but like a lot of moms were stay at home moms. It's my like, mom was a stay at home mom until we were old enough to fend for ourselves. Yeah. I think I was in high school before right. my mom. Started so working. it's just, I think, I think it's really triggering for your generation I mean a nine to five i don't mean my mom always worked but. your generation specifically is I, I think really affected by this because they grew up with a mom who not only showered their father with this unconditional sandwiches are ready laundry is done like where now and then like you know loved loved the baby boy um where now it's like women <laughs> women are working their asses off and still expected to do all of those things and the thought of having to have that unconditional I'll do everything for you for your spouse is like yo I didn't sign up for an additional child you know what I mean and that's hard on a couple too because like you don't want to see your partner as a child because it's it's really not a it's not fun. I don't want an extra burden. I don't want the extra workload mentally and physically of taking care of my spouse. I do that for my kids. So I get, I get where you're coming from. I get that that's a very interesting conversation. And if most males can actually see that, which I don't think will without, without having this conversation, um, it can be very tricky for both sides. Absolutely. But here's where the other layer comes into play. And when I really did the looking at this, I thought, Hmm, this is very interesting. Because in a traditional relationship that we're referring to, heterosexual, traditional yeah. relationship, and maybe that's not even traditional anymore, but I don't care. In, a, in this heterosexual relationship that we're dealing with, the role of the husband is very similar to the role of the father. What do you mean? We are looked at as husbands very similar to the way that you looked at your father. We adapt that relationship of this is what a father did for like when I think of you my relationship, a provider, a caring a provider, a carrier, okay. like I will, I will make sure the door is locked. I will make sure the security system is on. I will be the one that's at the door so that if someone stabs someone, it's so you're me saying first. it's like a double standard. We it's want not a double standard. No, it's not a double standard. It's our understanding of how the roles work. Okay. We fit into the role of the father, the provider, the we protector. take the protector, the masculinity. Okay. We take on that right away. Mm-hmm. And so the gap between father and husband is far shorter or smaller yeah. than the gap is between mother and wife. I could see that. And so 
traditionally you go towards people that are like your father the man see that as a relationship and that's what a relationship looks like and that's what our role is and we step into that role of Mm. provider father where you do not necessarily step into the role of um to the role of uh mother and understandably so but it's where the mind fuckery comes into play is we adapt into father role differently and right away Mm -hmm. where you don't and so we're like wait a second how can we be this but not get this Mm. do you know what i mean yeah i get it no like it's a very interesting take because you are right like and it is a weird little double standard in that space because it's like no the the wife is not expected to be that mother she isn't where i see what you're saying where for me i'm like well yeah like you kind of are like my dad i feel protected around you i feel like you do provide and, and it is a very like similar role on that spectrum and i do, and i do get that um like, i just think that if these these conversations i don't necessarily think there needs to be like a um and this is the answer no there's they're, no answer they're just such good conversations because it really allows you to when you're in that space to kind of take a step back and be like holy shit am I thinking this because this is what I was groomed into thinking in my childhood and my generational like upbringing or is it because x y like do you know what I mean so yeah but it's funny because this is where like you see it on tv all the time and tiktok and instagram they do a wonderful job of like cool kid becomes dad we talk about dad jokes we literally become dads the second we de- we the second we decide to get married we become that role mm-hmm. the hands on the shoulder look at the grass look how i cut that thing it's this sense of masculinity it's this sense of pride it's an easy transition for us to fall into whereas the role of the mother and the and the caretaker in the feminine isn't an easy transition for you it's a mind fuckery for the man though yeah maybe anyways um i cool actually story. just i wanted to just briefly can we talk on this hold on, oh. hold on before you do that we had some friends over on the weekend and uh our friends ended up bringing um their uh brother and his 14 year old son and i just have to say <laughs> i never told you about this so like it's very funny i always wonder like am i gonna when get am you, i and wait a second am i, am I gonna well, be embarrassed by this did really i do something embar- embarrassing no it's not embarrassing i just found it a little bit funny oh so like it's when a little do bit you, funny when do you as as a as a parent become that like uncool i don't know how to talk to teenagers and i'm by no means am i saying you don't know how to talk to teenagers i actually think that you would have been an incredible um high school teacher or university professor because you are very like hands-on and you can like get on their level <laughs> okay thanks you for saying that last part yeah why i'd be a great high school teacher because i'm hands-on <laughs> No, no, I just meant Come like, into the no. classroom, children. Oh Let's do science experiments. So whatever. This 14 year old's there. And he, I mean, there's young kids, like the oldest kid there was eight. So he was like really just hanging out with the adults and talking and, but sorry, not talking, just kind of like being there. Cause he'd rather be there because he has two younger, um, like half siblings. So you, at one point you turn to him and you're like, so Tristan, what are you into? Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? But, like, do you remember? I remember. As, hold on. As a child, as a teenager, do you feel like a parent, a cool person, would be like, hey, man, what are you into? Or you just be like, 
what's up? Like, you know what I mean? It's just such a funny vibe. Like, how do you come across as not being like such a square head without like, but you want to get to know them. You want them to start talking. And it's just so funny. And I think it's different because like I taught high school. So I feel like I I have a little bit better of an idea of like how, how to communicate, I would say with them. And you're hip to the jive with the TikToks and all of that shit. Literally like, (laughs) like, yeah, Tristan, tell me some things that you're into. I went to Candace. I was like, oh my God, I love my husband and I know he's trying and he's coming from a good place, but I like, I would just love to know what Tristan's inner dialogue was like, bro, people don't say that. (laughs) Whatever. Sorry. Just so you know, he's into hockey. Yeah, he is. He's real good. Uh, Anyway. Okay. You wanted to play a game. No, I want to talk. No, because I want to talk about this traditional thing that we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do that? That's good. Yeah, I want to talk about that because we just had this segue uh, of how the world is changing rapidly and how it's quickly adapting. Now, we just had this conversation the other day because we tend to watch after work. I I tend to work until about six o'clock. And now I work at home, which makes it very difficult because I can hear for three hours the kids slowly driving you insane as I'm trying to work as you're trying to work and as you're trying to prepare their food and and do that whole thing so when I come upstairs I try you put the kids up on the island they Mm -hmm. eat their dinner we tried to eat our dinner off to the side while watching uh, literally six minutes of like any show deck mainly below deck yeah and it never works out because the kids are always getting off and they want to talk to us. They want our yes. attention. And I'll be fully transparent when I say this. They haven't seen me. They yeah. want my attention. And I'm like, I just want to fucking eat. Yes. And I want to talk to your mother and I want to watch goddamn below deck. I want to know. Like, leave us alone. I want to know how they fall out of the hot tub. Would yeah. you just leave me alone? They're in a G-string. You can't see this information, but give it to me. Go over there. Give me 10 minutes. Then we had this like, wait a second. Our kids are actually trying to have conversations with yeah. us. And we have separated them in an entirely different room to eat dinner while we're eating dinner. I know. It made me so sad when we were thinking about like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Like, why are we not sitting down at a table and eating together and having the conversations that mm-hmm. they want to yeah. have so that they can feel fulfilled. Yeah. They can get that, that cup filleth over. And then when it's done, we can have our conversations. But more importantly, we have literally separated our yeah, family to so eat sad. dinner and we're like, Two things. Number one, let's go back to the whole the way that it was. Like, because growing up for me, same six thirty every night, yeah. Monday to Friday. The weekends were the only exception where this didn't happen. Right, and it, it happened. But if you weren't there, you were excluded from yeah, it, and yeah, it was okay. Yeah. But Monday to Friday, my family at six thirty, we sat down and ate mm-hmm. dinner. Yeah, we did the same. Not six thirty, but we were like we sat at the kitchen. Ca- at six six thirty doesn't really matter. And we had those conversations, and that's really where you get to. Um, hey, what are you into? Yeah, you, like that is that's where you have like your conversation is about your day without it being like forced because you're just like speaking and talking about what happened that day. And I and I do think we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace because. This is the year we could have done this earlier for sure, but this is the year that we've been able to have Cooper like up at the counter and like eat without us like spoon fool, spoon spoon fooling him. Spoon Cooper, would you like your mother to spoon fool you? <laughs> what was spoon, that? Spoon feeding him. <laughs> what are you into? <laughs> spoon, You're not cool either, Brittany. Spoon 
feeding him um, food without him like being a disaster. Because typically like we put up um, the iPad and they get to watch something and they talk together and it's really cute. And, and, and furthermore, Ryan and I, although we both work from home and like we are around each other a lot and we podcast, we actually don't get to have a conversation with each other, like without being interrupted, like most parents until after they're in bed. And it's literally so frustrating. I don't even want to talk to you at nine o'clock. Like, I know I'm like, I just want to watch a show. I don't want my brain to work anymore. So I think that for us, we were just really holding on to the idea of like, okay, this is mom and dad's time to like have a conversation, but you're, you hit the nail on the head. Like our kids were literally coming off of their stools and being like, like asking us shit or like, I'm done. Can I come sit here? And we were like, get over there. Get would you leave us alone? Yeah. And so we are now doing a way better job. job. We literally implemented Starting yesterday. this. We started yesterday. And we are doing so a way good. better job. It was so good. One. But we're going to do it again tonight. And I'm like looking forward to it. We're also, we also said that we're going to drive them. Because um, Ryan and I have this rule. I cook everything and then Ryan cleans it. So after we're done, we're, I'm going to move the kids to the basement. Because we want our basement to be like our hangout place. Because we finished it for that reason. All of their toys are down here. We are like, we don't want your freaking toys on the main floor. Because there's so many but like they can be down here we can have our big comfy couch we're just cr- show. we're just looking to create some the big comfy couch so good we're just looking to create some more structure yeah. that creates more family time family unit unit so dinner at the table yeah. drive the the conversation downstairs yeah. carry the conversation forward play some nintendo switch play some nintendo <laughs> switch smoke the kids and then bring them back upstairs like, smoke some ganja no bring the kids upstairs and and then call it a night and then we can have our time it's like really truly understanding that that time that we want to spend together Mm -hmm. is missing the time with the family so create the family the family create the family dynamic insert the family family (laughs) i cannot talk today and there's gonna be one of those days that the kids aren't gonna want to sit with us so we gotta like soak it up soak it up but create it because we want it because we had it yeah i know so create it so that they want it right okay let's do this game no that's it no i want to i want to do like a couple of them because you didn't write any down did you well i did do it do three i did i want to hear it (laughs) i want to see how prepared you are i did write it down I'm so the at game notepad. you've literally this is a fun them. game this is a fun game to play it's with your spouse sense. late at night when okay. you're maybe intoxicated maybe we'll turn this into a tiktok thing okay but it's called you know you're a parent when okay and the rules of the game are very simple you have to say one line in a movie mm-hmm. or one line from a song in a movie that would be surround like a, ch- a child's show or a children's yeah. show okay you know you're a parent when game of thrones <laughs> Yeah, to be clear, it it has to involve things that would involve your children, which would indicate that you're a parent. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. So you you say a line, and it's not a long line. It can't be a long line. It's like the song game. You give like one note. Yeah. Finish the lyrics. Finish the lyrics. It could be like finish the lyrics. Finish the title. You know you're a parent when. Right. Okay, let's hear it. Like, for instance, Brittany. Okay. When I go, ha, 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 ha. It's the Snow White from Wreck-It Ralph. You got it. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. yeah, but and it's fun because these ones are also probably inside jokes with your family. Like there are certain lines from movies that you would know that maybe another couple would be like, "The fuck, um, that was good. I liked it." Yeah. Do you have any more? Well, like if I said, if if I said, I've got friends, and and I said it like, I've got friends in low places. <laughs> 
That's Garth Brooks, and that would indicate that you like country music, not I that you're a parent. I don't understand. See, this is friends? where the, this is where the game what? can get challenging, because you would. Or that's I just would a think stupid clue. No, I would think for uh, instantly you'd be like, <laughs> I got friends on the, the other, other side. side. Yeah, you're right. He's Tiana. got friends that's good. on the other side. I got side. one. Yeah. B I, B L. What? Oh no. B I B L. No, disregard the first one. Well, now I'm confused. Okay, here it is. Do you have one or I not? I do. I do. Ready? It doesn't sound like you're prepared. Ready? Yes. Ready? B L. <laughs> you don't have it. No. B L I, P P I. Oh, Blippy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. <laughs> that was a good one. You should have got it. No. If you were gonna do a Blippy, I would have gone. I would have gone. I'm. I'm on. No. And I would have been no, excavator. No, because that was too easy. I was trying to give you a sneak attack. Or like, oh, wow, yeah, well, let's explore this play center today. <laughs> two things. He doesn't sound remotely like Mickey Mouse. He does. And second of all, the way you said B-I, I thought maybe it's B-L. one of those. Okay. First of all, you screwed it up. You said B-I. Yes, I said Etch-a-Sketch-It. Second of all, sec- I couldn't. It's still in my head. Okay. I know what Etch-a-Sketch is. And just if you're seeing this, it did not look like you did an Etch-a-Sketch. <laughs> shake weight. You did a shake weight. <laughs> your mama sure likes your education. <laughs> oh my god, let's wrap Anyways, it up. It's no, a great no. game, babe. That was great. Anyways, you screwed up on the blippy, and I'll tell you why you screwed up on the blippy. You sounded like you sounded like a great cross game. between Mickey Mouse and some high school cheerleader. So I went automatically great with game. like I don't know what, what mm-hmm. high school musical yeah, Bernie great game. is trying to indicate. And it's a good game. Love it. You know you're a parent when Yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Enter the dragon. <laughs> All right, see ya. Are we done? Yeah. Peace out, Nate Town. Boop, 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 blippy. Hey, everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself.